For many, the night of November 13th, 2022 was just an ordinary day. For Zainab, she was coming off a high after seeing one of her favorite artists live with all of her friends, and the night was quickly becoming one of the best from the entire semester. That is until they all received a notification that changed everything from the UVA chief of police. I'm standing behind the venue of the National um, with my friends, Isabel and Gabriel, and I get an email saying that um, from our from the chief of police at UVA saying that there's an active shooter on grounds and that somebody had been shot. The shooting at UVA on November 13th was the 645th mass shooting in the United States that year. Now, I want to be clear. This isn't a gun control story. It's a story detailing the real mental challenges those are facing due to the rise of mass shootings in the United States, especially after they have left the news cycle. What goes on when the cameras leave and the world has turned to a new community impacted by such tragedy? This is a story about how a student, a university, continues to mourn, grieve, and come together to build themselves back up. All right. All right. Um, let me do a little bit of mental transporting here. Yeah, I remember looking up to Isabel and Gabriel and showing them the alert, and they were like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And slowly, all the various group me's for different clubs that I'm in, for both me and some of my friends, they start blowing up. And I, we quickly learned that our friends, some of our friends who weren't at the show, who were in library studying, they're um, sheltering in place. So no students are allowed to come in and out of the library or any academic building on grounds. And um, yeah, it was just extremely jarring mm-hmm. and really hard to believe. One of her friends decides to head back to her parents' house in Richmond and stay the night. But Zainab and her other friends decide to head back to school. Anxious about the homework that needed to be done before class the next day, and under the impression everything would have been handled after the hour drive, Zainab and Gabriel begin the journey back to Charlottesville. So Gabriel and I get in the car to drive back to Charlottesville. We both reach out to our families who are still asleep because it's like maybe after like 1045-ish on a Sunday night. And no one in my life who has authority over me is telling me not to go back to school. So we drive back towards Charlottesville. And the entire drive there, Gabriel and I are listening to the police scanner. And they still haven't caught this man. And just about every group chat with students from UVA is just talking about how they still haven't caught this man. And like Gabriel's reading every single text that comes into my phone to me, like aloud so that I can hear it as I'm driving us back towards Charlottesville. And the entire, like our Twitter timeline, our thread is just... You see UVA parents trying to um, contact their students if they haven't been able to reach them. Like just the entire community trying to stay connected because UVA police isn't being transparent about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Upon arriving in Charlottesville, the two stop in a Trader Joe's parking lot near grounds to assess their next options. One of her friends who's at the Omar Apollo concert had gotten back just a few minutes before them and instructed that they meet at a mutual friend's house 15 minutes away as there's other students there sheltering in place. However, after a few hours, their anxiety had hit an all-time high, and all she wanted to do was be in her own bed and in the comfort of her own home. So her and Gabriel decided to head back. Um, And that was just, that's all, I just needed to be home. And so we drove home, and from 
from Grace's friend's house to our apartment. Gabriel is our neighbor. It's maybe a six minute drive. At this point, the shooter is still not caught. After I dropped off Gabriel, that about two minute drive from his to mine was probably like the most scared I've ever felt in my life, in my car. The roads were dead empty. I counted maybe a few police cars, which mm -hmm. didn't made me didn't really make me feel too confident in their search efforts. Forty nine point six westbound, New York, Adam Paul George, one three six six, and I grade on eighty six. By the time she gets home, her older sister has woken up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom and has seen the news all over her phone. I get a FaceTime call from my sister who's by chance woken up in the middle of the night and seen my text and is now seeing the headlines. And I'm speaking on the phone with her until I go to sleep because the anxiety is just insane. A few hours later, her family has started to wake up for the morning. And as they all become aware of the news, an influx of phone calls begin to roll in. I wake up around six in the morning to repeated calls from my father and my aunt because they'd woken up and little did I know this had made national headlines. Mm -hmm. And so they turn on CNN. And so I wake up to an emotional father and aunt trying to figure out if I'm okay. And the entire morning is spent just in our apartment, Grace and I, like on the phone with our parents, texting our loved ones, reminding them that we're okay because the shooter is still that freaking large. By that following morning, the news is everywhere. CNN, Fox. Camp tonight, a campus and community in shock. Five patients, repeat, five patients with gunshot wounds. After a shooting on campus, left three University of Virginia football players dead and two other students injured. Will be canceled for a second day tomorrow as the community searches for answers. The suspect is in custody after a deadly shooting rocked the Charlottesville community. We are learning more about the man who's accused of killing three people on the University of Virginia grounds. This happened last night. UVA student Christopher... Suspect Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. had shot five students, injuring two and killing three, on a bus returning from a field trip to Washington, D.C. Devin Chandler, Deshaun Perry, and Lavelle Davis Jr., Students on the UVA football team were the three killed the night of November 13th. By the morning, we've all pretty much like, like the students, it's been um, confirmed who passed three football players. Excuse me, but I think it like, it, it didn't really set in for, for everyone at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like for the next few days UVA was like just the subject of it felt like every news outlet possible mm -hmm. I hated leaving the apartment and going anywhere near grounds because you would find somebody with a camera and a microphone trying to ask you how you felt about what, were, what was going on when you don't even know what the hell is going on 
For the next few days following the shooting, she began spending all of her time with her friends, watching movies and playing games, just trying to keep herself busy with those she was closest to. I, I don't quite frankly remember most of the days, immediate days leading after the shooting because that's what trauma does to you. But I know that like most, most of those days were spent sitting on my couch with my close friends, just, just being with each other, watching movies, making dinner, just trying to understand what the hell had happened mm -hmm. and like occasionally crying here or there when reality set in. During these talks, they would often relate over the different ways the shooting was appearing in conversations with those outside the Charlottesville community. Certain family members were only focused on the gossip and trying to gather details, and the attention quickly changed from the victims and the community affected to sole interest in the shooter. A lot of us had the same experience where some family members really didn't know what to say and are kind of prying for information as if we would have the answers yeah. or know more than what the news outlets were giving them. And it was kind of like this shared feeling of like, just as a student, I, I experienced a mass shooting at my university. And because this is so commonplace in this country, my aunts and uncles, once they're like, oh, are you okay? They're just asking questions about the details of the shooting as in kind of, um, like it's, it's out of interest more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. Like, it's closest to gossip. What was, you talked about like waking up and realizing like everything was on the news. What was that experience? Like waking up and seeing like your school and like these people that you know have been not just involved, but have died from the shooting. What was that? Like seeing what you've been experiencing for the past 24 hours now being on TV. It was wild because you understand how huge and kind of life-changing a situation is within the context of your own life mm -hmm. but then to know that the entire country is also just watching at and ogling at what you're going through as a community it's just really bizarre to wrap your mind around i would really never really been part of anything like that before a sort of like mass tragedy mm -hmm. and just as quickly as national attention comes it's just as fast as it leaves UVA wasn't the only mass shooting in the United States that week, and the news cycle had quickly moved on to the next mass tragedy. Everyone's gone through, like, really difficult, almost traumatic experiences in their life, but to have it be this publicly known mm -hmm. was kind of, it was just freaky. Yeah. It was freaky. Like, um, I remember turning on the TV, like, to CNN, and I, I look over to Grace, and I'm like, oh my God, like, oh my God. Yeah. I just kept saying that over and over again because I couldn't believe it. And then within a matter of mm, 72 hours, they were pretty much done talking about it. However, UVA was not. Various clubs and organizations began hosting numerous community events and the university's counseling center created spaces on grounds to provide a safe environment for students to discuss the emotions that came up for them following the days after the shooting. Other clubs hosted smaller events, including making meals for others and distributing items to ensure that there were various places for the community to come together and collectively be with one another. However, for Zainab, it wasn't until some time had passed before she realized she hadn't spent a day alone in weeks. 
that was kind of scary to be honest i didn't realize that my body had really kind of like remained in survival mode in that way and and did for like honestly mm -hmm. a few months after the fact um until vocalizing it and that wasn't the only sign that her body was still holding on to the trauma Zainab and I have been best friends since we were eight years old. And in our 14 years of friendship, one thing I know about her is that girl can sleep anywhere and at any time. But after the shooting, sleeping became a challenge. If I have any trouble falling asleep, my problem would be staying asleep. Mm -hmm. So every 30 minutes to an hour, I'd wake up just for no reason. I'd be kind of jarred awake and that would repeat itself about five or six times throughout the night until it was time to wake up. And my quality of sleep was so poor and it didn't start getting better until I was prescribed sleeping medication. Mm -hmm. And that I, over winter break, was kind of really frustrated by the idea that like, specifically here in Charlottesville, because that problem only exists when I sleep in my bed in, in this apartment mm -hmm. in Charlottesville. And while the mental challenges are things she expected, things she was equipped to handle. The real shock was navigating the various ways the trauma was living in her body. I, I understand conceptually that trauma lives in your body, mm -hmm. but to now have to like integrate different practices into my daily life to combat that, it's, mm -hmm. it's insane. I don't think a lot of people really internalize that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's mentally traumatic for so many people and it's like you're changed forever in that way but i'm also physically different for yeah. it yeah. and while uva the charlottesville community and sign up begin their individual healing journeys she shares that there's something comforting in knowing that you're not doing it all alone everybody in this community understands any sort of emotion you might feel related to november 13th mm -hmm. all you have to do is say after the shooting and you just it's like you're on the same wavelength as, yeah. as that person and that honestly helps it feel like not as big sometimes according to the gun violence archive as of may 20th 2023 there have been over 180 mass shootings in the united states 2023 is now on track to set a record number of mass shootings after seeing an average of more than one mass killing a week and while I still stand by that this is not a gun control story, conversations involving change must occur. When the cameras leave and the news focuses on the next tragedy, the lives of those impacted still goes on. The healing and mourning is ongoing, and the lives of those lost are imprinted forever. Thank you very much right now that UVA is not anywhere, clear, anywhere close to being over it yeah. and never will be. The community has been changed forever by the shooting on November 13th, even if the news cycles have stopped reporting about it.